Are you wondering what season it is? Are you staring at the sky thinking, should I put on a sweater or should I put on a bikini? Well, get yourself a heaping pile of leaves and join us in deep fall. Deep fall isn't just fall. It's the deepest, deepest version of fall. Neck deep in leaves and pumpkins. We're having a blast over here in deep fall. Share your deep fall stories by using the hashtag deep fall and use code maple syrup for 50% off. Um, you know, the season because usually it's expensive. All right. Go to deepfall.leaves. Leaves. <laughs> That's my ad. Folks, you know what time it is. Welcome back to Friendsmen. We're your two best friends discussing the best friends show on television, and we're best friends. I'm your best friend, JP, and with me, as always, is my best friend, Nate. Nate, you how so you much, doing? Man. I'm oh, doing you good. you so much, man. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, it's very smoky here in California. Staying oh. inside. We're wearing masks. We're wearing big masks. Uh, not just COVID masks. We're wearing, like... Uh, masks that have rubber on them and go all the way around your uh, nose and mouth. Right, like a scream mask. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Ski goggles whenever I go away. anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so I look like a crazy person. Uh, JP, how are you doing? You know, Nate, weird week. Weird week. Yeah, um, I know. It's been a weird week for you. I So I was laid off yesterday, which was a big surprise. Um, and what, and day, uh, what was the date on the day that you were laid off? September, uh, what's the one after the 10th? The 11th, JP. Oh, okay, so God. September 11th. I'm going to write that down. I will remember that day in infamy. We'll always remember the day that JP got laid off. No, it's it was a bummer, but like, I just, I, I, I there's... You know, there, there's the opportunity we could move home. There's other opportunities here. And, yeah, and the world's so remote that, right? now anyway. What's that? You're excited about possibly moving back home? I, if that's where we go, that would be a wonderful outcome. I got two nieces. Uh, one is in her senior year of high school. She is one of my best friends. Uh, no offense. Oh, that's nice, JP. No offense, Nate. I, no, that's just, okay. She's when, when I say best friend, I mean you, but then also I separately mean the tier that you're above. I know that you have to say that in case she hears it, just for her <laughs> delicate sensibility. So I completely understand, man. And you I also can, might possibly move to Las Vegas with me, right? I mean, there are lots of options out there. Um, one of our friends offered uh, some land for us to move to to grow mushrooms. So that might be an option. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> but yes, I have been excited all week, though, because a a, a, a friend, a, a person that I consider a friend, as well as someone whose artwork I have hanging in my in my home right when you walk in the front, um, someone whose show I was very blessed to have been invited to be a part of, um, and someone I just can't wait to talk to. Today, we have with us the infamous Kate Raft. Kate, how are you doing? Welcome, Kate. Hi. Hi, guys. How you doing? We're doing good. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Kate? How you doing? How you doing? How um, you guys doing? I am good. I'm good, actually. I mean, listen, the world is bad, but I, I, I can't help it. I'm a positive gal. I'm feeling all right. I you know, I am too, Kate, and I love that. So let's bring some positivity into all of this. You know, there's nothing wrong with with the, you know, being just fine. Agreed. I'm just fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And you know what? Have you been on Twitter this morning, Kate? Yeah, I have been on Twitter Speaking a little of bit. a little positivity, have you seen what's trending on Twitter? Yeah, so I, I'm trying to figure out how to, like, what it is. Because I know people are saying they saw Chris Evans dick oh we, it's hard not to see it Kate. but i can't find it i saw it it took oh. me a while but i saw it wait did chris evans d- like deliberately hang dong apparently chris evans oh i see it now inattention uh, unintentionally posted his camera roll to his instagram i believe oh boy and there is a oh my God. it's black and white is that the one oh is know, it artistic this is what i want to talk to you about kate <laughs> i'm 
I need, just you need saw to share it. this in the chat. I I don't see it. Okay, I'll it's, send it to you in the chat. Yeah, yeah, it's a little hard <laughs> to find, but it's out there. And Kate, no, no shade on Chris Evans. This is now where I don't want us to throw any shade on Chris Evans. I don't know if that's his. Oh, why? Yeah, I also want to know what. Where's this coming from? Maybe he's he's receiving pictures from. It's very artful. It's very artful, but it all. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's his. I don't. Why would he have someone else's? Well, maybe he's 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 uh, exchanging with someone. I don't get buy vibes from Chris Evans. I I think I could. Mm. I don't don't get any. I'm getting none. Do you know that he was kind of a nerd before he was a, 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 like a buff jock guy? No, you're thinking of Vin Diesel. No, no, no. He was a, Oh, I'm not saying, I think buff jock guys can definitely be buff. Oh, sure. Just as much as nerds. He, he's, he's a very sensitive boy. Chris Evans is. (laughs) And he used to, he used to talk about how he got in shape playing uh, ping pong in high school. I think he kind of seemed like a nerd to me. He's, he has nerd vibes. Yeah. He, he he's an interesting guy because he dated like Jenny Slate for a that while. Was, and I was like, that was the point I was going to bring up. Like I was like, that's an interesting like combo of people. He must have some sort I of like remember that. Thoughtful yeah, I, side I was him. rooting for those kids. Oh, so, I loved it because she like left her husband for him, and I was like, ooh, the drama. Here. I didn't know that part. Okay, she would be able to confirm whether or not it's his. We should get. His. We should send her an IEM. I believe it's his. I'm I'm willing to believe that's Chris Evans. I don't know. I think I, I think the I don't know. I don't know. I think it's his. All right. Like, I hope I'm, it's his. I hope. All right, guys. His. I'm opening the link. There we go. Um, we'll see. I'll tell you what I think. A live reaction from JP here. Okay, that's his face. Holy moly! It, it looks like he has a dog sitting in his lap. Honestly. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That could be me with Gunter in my lap. And <laughs> no, that ain't no dog. <laughs> That's no doggy. <laughs> That's a big old dang. I also feel like we should point out that maybe only like half of it is in the picture. It's 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 all shadow. Unless There's no I'm, way to tell. It's how a much black it and white photo. Mm-hmm. He's put the you know black and white filter on it, and it's yeah the dick is in shadow and his legs are are more like well lit. Mm-hmm. He was using portrait mode, but he, the portrait was capturing his leg, not his dick. Here's why I think it's him because he would be like, I can't just send a normal dick pic. I have to like make it. <laughs> you art it like up that is bit. nerdy to me. Sure. That is something I feel like he would do. That makes so, sense. Okay. So I have to admit when I send them, I typically use stickers or like the, uh, the one that like gives you freckles, you know, a little hundred emojis around it. Oh, absolutely. And fire emojis and the barfing face emoji. Just really dress it up. Our first female guest, JP. Really? Wow. Wow. I'm Take the first. that, Claire. You are. Take that, Claire. Oh, I'm sorry, JP. But Claire is Claire was much more than a guest. Claire is an eventual co-host of this. She's podcast. family. She's family. She's family. Yes, Kate, you are. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think you're you're our first woman guest. Wow. Other than Claire, make me talk about dicks. <laughs> look, look. We will promise you. We'll cut all of this out. You fucking better. I'm gonna send you. A, <laughs> I'm gonna send you a cease and desist. I'm gonna send a cease and desist to myself on behalf of Kate. Yeah, because you're you're actually one of the lawyers I have on retainer. So, I <laughs> uh, now I'm on the I'm I'm on the deep I'm on the deep fall file. Uh, but if you need any work on the yellow file, I also can work on that one. Um, yes, that's a lot of billable hours. JP. <laughs> that's my honestly, like he does everything pro bo- pro boner for me. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Ever heard that one as a lawyer? I haven't. I have, and it never occurred to me to make it boner instead of uh, bono. Which now that I think about that, I've got some jokes about Sunny coming up. Oh Uh-oh, boy! Watch mm-hmm. out. Topical. <laughs> watch out! Everybody's still talking about Sunny Bono, right? Uh, God rest his soul. <laughs> no. He's dead. He is, and not in a good way. No, in a bad way. He, died he was skiing. He was, right, he was playing Kennedy football. And had it had an, he wasn't playing Kennedy football, but having a skiing accident and dying is now referred to as Kennedy football. You guys know I don't get thing. it. Oh, one of the Kennedys died. They were literally skiing down the slope and throwing a football to each other. Yeah. Oh God. Oh yeah. No. Those I have heard my Kennedys. dad use that term, JP. It's when we were skiing. Some, yeah. <laughs> scared the hell out of me. Also, I'm not reckless like that. Guys, we went real dark with boners and football and skiing. I know. Every time I go skiing, I think I'm going to die. 
I mean, it's yeah. been a while. I used to go skiing more when I was younger, but same. I used to always think about dying like Sonny Bono. And then when Natasha Richardson died, oh, I, thought I, yeah. I thought I would yeah. go die like her. Oh, I forgot about that. Too. You're going very fast on skis. You always have to remember that. It's like actually crazy that people ski. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like that's not that ain't right. So I it took me a long time to feel comfortable it, driving a car. I still don't feel particularly comfortable being a passenger in the car. Oh, interesting. Um, and I it took me a very long time to be comfortable with flying. And I think skiing's in that same boat of like. Actually, we shouldn't be doing this. Just no, like it's not natural. It's no, not right. like one thing goes wrong, and you are just—you're not even physically put together anymore. No. Yeah. Okay. No. So this is a no skiing, no driving, no airplanes podcast. Now, the last time I went skiing, JP was uh, with a bunch of my friends five years ago for someone's bachelor party, and I was skiing down a hill, and some snowboarder like hit me from behind and like knocked me over and just kept going. Did you get his name? No, 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 no. How am I going to sue him, dude? I don't know. I couldn't find him afterwards. All right. That sucks. It's very dangerous. Well, that also gets into the thing where I'm I'm a lame-ass skier, and uh, it's like, at some point, everybody decided to become snowboarders, and I didn't. Yeah, same here. Old school, lame, lame, lame. No, JP, snowboarders are lame. Skiers are cool. And that is the official (laughs) position of this podcast. I always thought skiing was cooler. Yeah. I, I always like... I was like, this is more classic. This is more. Exactly. Chic. Chic. Yeah. Wow. I like that. I like that a lot. Maybe we should all get together and skip the skiing and just jump right to the, is it opera ski? Is that what they call it? Oh, uh, yeah. When you go to the lodge and get up. (laughs) Just wrap a sweater around your neck. Honestly, like I have not gone skiing as an adult. It and wasn't that, as fun when I did it like five years ago. Oh, really? I got very tired very quickly. I'm sure my body would be like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? To right. Me? Yeah. Like three three runs down the hill and everyone I was with, we were all like done. <laughs> I don't know that my knees or my hips could. could exactly. Actually, yeah. I like, and I'm not saying that as like, I'm old, my hips hurt. But literally, like, I don't have the 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 physical stamina that I once did. Absolutely. Ugh. <laughs> God damn. We're all dying, guys. I'm not no. even that old, but I, I am old. No. Nah, I'm a big 4-0 over here, so I, I'm We're staring clo- I'm, I'm staring down the barrel. Hey, you made it through this life for 40 a whole big ones. You know, you know, Candor, I am surprised. I don't I didn't really have a lot of expectations for where life was gonna take me or or finding happiness. And uh so in that regard, yeah, I'm gonna take 40 as like way longer than I thought I'd be here. I think that's cool. It it's is. an accomplishment. It At a certain is. point, you, sh- you got to be like, yeah, like, I did that. I lived. <laughs> I look up to you, JP. Uh, I wouldn't look too high. But, Kate, I wanted to ask you about what's going on with you otherwise. Now, obviously, there's a big push for Deep Fall. Do you want to tell people what Deep Fall is? Yeah, so Deep Fall is um, what I call, like, the season that we're in right now. Fall, as you all know, starts the day after 4th of July. Right. So fall starts July 5th. And deep fall starts early September. Mm-hmm. Once you enter deep fall, you've got to do as much fall activities as possible. Oh, wow. My birthday is in deep fall. Wow. Yeah. yeah and honestly, I'm jealous. because a deep fall baby. My birthday is July 7th, so I'm at the very beginning of fall. That's still good. That's still good. Well, that's why I had to make fall so early. Because I, I really need a fall birthday. Summer birthdays truly suck. And we're having a lovely 120 degree fall this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, deep fall can be... Fall doesn't care about the weather. Okay, yeah. Fall is, is a state of mind. Absolutely. And I'm really, like, trying to spread the gospel on that shit. And I think JP just fell off the ladder. That I, think, the I, I think Claire may have fallen. She, I think she's angry, Nate. She texted us to find out what we were talking yes. about. She wanted to know who's Honey, it's we Chris Evans' hog. He showed it on Twitter. Don't tell yes, her, Yes, Chris JP, Evans' hog, honey. going to leave you. No? Well, maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you the picture later. <laughs> so I want to know about Chris Evans' Dingling, like, was it part of a video or something? Like, how did he accidentally show it? Okay, I'm opening this link again. I yeah. don't think that there's a there's a, a timestamp for a video on the on the dingling picture, like there is on the other videos. No, it is just a picture. 
Mm. I want to know the origin story. I guess I'll have to do some research after yeah, we're Chris, done recording. Chris Evans, if we, and I know you're listening to this. Um, we Chris really Evans, would come love on to. Friends, man. Yeah, come on the show. You you don't even have to talk about friends. You can just come on to talk about Hoggate, and then you can head off on your merry hog way. Wow, he doesn't have to watch Friends, but I do. <laughs> Get to and talk about it with I'm us. I'm going to make Chris Evans watch Friends, JP. He has to watch it. All right, Chris Evans, ever seen that? Watch Friends, then come talk about Friends and Hogs with us. you got to make him watch Friends. If You can't do special <laughs> treatment just for Chris Evans. He would be a good Friends guest star, cameo. Like He's exactly yeah, he, the type of actor that yes. would show up on the show. They didn't, I miss that like yeah. culture of celeb cameos on like must-see TV shows. And especially Friends. Like Friends was doing, they had major A-listers on the show. I know, and they would always be the ones that won the Emmy. Yeah. Is that true? They would always like win Best Guest Appearance. If you were on Friends, you would like, your chance of getting an Emmy would go way up. And Kate, we're only in the first season, but we've already had like, what, JP, like four celebrities? Fisher Stevens. We had Fisher Stevens. We had Morgan Fairchild. We had John um, Lovitz. John Lovitz, and and you don't count it, but I say Elliot Gould. Right, but he's a reoccurring character. Is the only that's, reason I don't. That's count fair. It. That's fair. But yeah, no, they're they're. they're and then George Clooney in. in the last episode. And then Clooney and Noah from from the ER show from Er. From Er, that's Amazing. true. <laughs> Nate, that joke shouldn't have gotten me as good as as well as it did. What joke, JP? I don't know. Um, and Kate, I, the other thing is I wanted to ask you about, well, before we move on, what activities do you recommend for this part of deep fall? Um, you know, and things that I would think about doing in, in deep fall, carving a pumpkin, picking oh, yeah. apples, yes, uh, wearing yes. a light sweater or, 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 or maybe a flannel. Totally. All of these things are things you can do in deep fall. I carved a pumpkin already um, oh, nice. during the heat wave last weekend, and it only lasted me three days before it started molding. <laughs> but you what did still you do carve it. into the pumpkin, Kate? Um, I carved the word fall. Oh, nice. Now, folks, if you haven't seen it, uh, the very sad uh, 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 memorial service for the pumpkin, uh, at least in photo form, was shown on Kate's uh, Twitter account. Kate, what, is, what is your Twitter again? At Kate at Kate Raft. So if you guys want to see a very loved uh, and gone before it's time, uh, Jack-O-Lantern, uh, the, the first victim of the heat wave of Deep Fall, um, definitely check it out. And Kate, besides Deep Fall, I, I, now I have trouble keeping track because I listen to or watch many things that you're involved in. Um, but what is going on with your many shows? Do you want to talk about kind of what you are actively working on right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I've got Hot and Rich, got Jack AM, I'm doing Fall Talk. We got a mogul on the show. And I just started working on, uh, as a writer on a Comedy Central web talk show. Oh, that's cool. Which oh, I will plug when, it, when the, the stuff I've worked on comes out. And what other, what other shows have you written on? I, I know you, you, you are a writer by trade. I am a writer by trade. Um, I've worked on Quibi's Useless Celebrity History. What <laughs> that else? Sounds fun. What else? <laughs> um, I'm legit watch that. You know, Thundercats, Roar, and uh, oh, cool. Unikitty, Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. It's mostly animated stuff. I also worked on um, the iconic Hacking High School on wow. the now defunct Awesomeness TV. <laughs> <laughs> starring the one and only Rebecca Black. Oh wow. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. That was that my first is... that was my first staff writing job. I need to look that up. That's amazing. And, and now Thundercats Roar, that's the I what within the last decade, that's the reboot of Thundercats? Yes, that's the latest reboot of Thundercats on Cartoon Network. And I need to check is, that out. Is the Lego movie, right? Yeah, Unikitty is like a spin-off cool, yeah. property from the Lego movie. Right. And that's over now. And now, Rebecca Black was a hacker? Uh, no, in sir. This, in this show? Rebecca oh, in Black. the show. No, oh, the show is called Hacking High School, but Hacking it was just a sketch school. show about, you know, being in high school. Oh, I assumed it was a high school for, like, computer geniuses. I apologize. No, it's more like, you know, <laughs> hashtag life hacks. Life hacks, of course, yes. 
more than hashtag entering the mainframe. And so presumably Rebecca Black would be teaching me to hack high school. Yeah, like we 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 had this Joan and I wrote on that show together and we had some fun stuff that we did like what was it called? Like it was like social media makeover or something where we like did a sketch where Rebecca Black like helped someone pick out the perfect Instagram aesthetic. Wow. She's making fun. a comeback right now, huh? I mean, this was a while ago. This was pre-come. This was like, I don't know if it was pre-comeback. I mean, it's definitely pre, like, she was still pretty young when I was doing it. Sure. God, and I, I've been this? seeing her, her comeback on the Now she's like hot. Right, right, right. She's right, like a hot bi Yeah. And I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, she's amazing. She's, she's back, JP. She's black. Yeah, Rebecca Black. Mm. Rebecca Black. Mm. Okay, okay, black. good recovery, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get canceled here. Oh, please, Kate, we've been canceled several times. All right. Just like friends. Yes. And before we get into the episode, Nate, we've got some cancellations in this episode, sir. Oh, yeah, for sure, JP. Now, Kate, I do have to ask you, what is your personal experience with The Friend Show? My okay, friends. What does I mean, it mean I want to you, Kate. I'm a '90s kid, right? I mean, not like as much as maybe like an older millennial. I'm like right in the middle. That's of, me. I'm right in the middle of millennial. I was born in 1990. Oh, so. same with Claire. Oh, twinsies, twinsies, uh, and I was hey, 88, Kate. Hey, so Claire. I'm right there with you. Yeah, you're like same same ish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like I caught most of Friends, um, probably not like the earlier seasons right. as much, but I remember watching it as a kid, like when it was on TV and like having some lols. Um, mm. I'm trying to think if like, I, I don't know if it was like something, it was just kind of like, I think if you were a 90s kid, like Friends was just a part of your life. Yeah. Like you watched it because there weren't that many like shows. <laughs> like, and you're, you watched it because your parents watched it too. They liked it too. Yeah, oh, my, at least mine did. My parents watched it. I'd watch it with my parents. Yep. I think, you know, I don't know if I've done a, a proper binge of it, like as an adult. Like, That's oh, how I, I am. I, you, Nate, Nate and his wife, Nikki, kind of live in this show as far as I can tell. Well, I don't anymore, JP, but yes, it is one of the only things that my wife watches. She finds it very comforting to just It's have it really on. comforting and oh, I totally yeah. get it. And I every time I I ha- I will watch an episode every once in a while like if I'm at someone's house or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember like having a great night when when Friends was still in the DVD era. Yes. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? Oh, like Oh yeah. Yes. Probably like I- 2010 or something where I like went to someone's house and we watched like you know, a box set of DVDs of friends and being like, this is very soothing. The box was completely falling apart. It had uh, DVDs from uh, multiple seasons of friends, all crammed into the season three uh, foldable cardboard DVD box. At least that's the way mine was. Oh, so Thanks, nice. I yeah, hate it. No, I went to like some rich person's house <laughs> <laughs> and they had a nice ass box of friends and they, you know, having like the full set of friends DVDs, like that was a sign of wealth in my That mind. was a status thing. Sure. If you had all of them and you kept them lined up on a Because that shelf. shit's expensive. Like Absolutely. DVDs were expensive and like to have that Christ. many seasons of yeah, friends. Each of- each of the seasons, like when they came out, probably cost around like eighty to a hundred dollars. I was gonna say, I remember Sopranos was like a hundred dollars yeah. per season. And like, then the the whole thing that they released, like after they released all the seasons, it was all of them together. I I can't imagine how much that cost. Oh yeah, it was expensive. So yeah. I was at like I don't even know whose house it was. It was like a friend of a friend's house, and like they were must they must have had like maybe this was when I was still in high school. I don't remember, but. I just remember being in this house and like seeing an Emmy, like they, like their parents oh, had won oh, an Emmy God. or something. It was like some rich person's house that I didn't know. It was cool. And then That's they had insane. all the Friends DVDs. Maybe it was someone who worked on Friends. I don't fucking know. That's cool. Were, I, were they a white male? Because if they weren't, they probably <laughs> didn't work on Friends. Um. Yeah. We sorry we have, we we've been looking at the history of the Friends show and uh, oh no that's not a I mean <laughs> does it it's no. Uh, surprised that that's not a diverse room i mean <laughs> friends is is still pretty problematic and like homophobic oh, and like, oh. da, da, da. like that it's so funny that gen z like loves friends because right. it's like it is it doesn't like it's, age super super well it's so so it's funny Crazy I had the how same, recent it was yeah well i kate i had a very similar experience i was in high school but still 
everyone was watching Friends and you you had to watch it in order to keep up with the conversation. And although it was also really good, but it, it was just kind of like mandatory. But then I didn't, I don't think I have watched it start to finish since it aired. I've seen tons of episodes, but, um, and so part of what we've been doing is, yeah, we're we'll talking about the show. There are parts of it that are hysterical. I had a couple laugh out loud moments in this episode, but we're also kind of looking at it as in, this is now a time capsule. It's it's 25 years old. And the things that are happening on this show are are sometimes very problematic. Um, and, and, you know, when we when we started doing this show, Kate, together, somebody sent us an article that uh, kind of made us aware that one of the first well, it's now thought of as one of the first Me Too cases was linked to the Friends writing staff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not, yeah. And a very surprised. big case, very important case that did not turn out well for the for the woman who, who uh, sued them. And uh, she was a, a young black woman who was I believe she was a writer's. She was a, a, a whatever the, the lowest tier of writer would be. On she's staff. a writer's assistant. That's what it was. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I, sorry, I don't know the business. And uh, just, you know, through reading the article, we, we, we learned a lot of uh, I, I encourage you to look it out because you'll be shocked by some of the things that and, and probably not shocked because, you know, these people turned into very rich, powerful, you know, writers in Hollywood. And, and it kind of seems like uh, it was eventual. But um, we we love friends, but we have no qualms in uh, calling them out for uh, for their problems in the past because we've learned a lot about it. I mean, yeah. And listen, like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with watching Friends. I think it's sure. like you know we know better now, but it's like whatever. It's, right. It's still a good sitcom. It still has like there's a reason it's it's still so popular. It's because like the the characters are all like very well formed and like the relationships on the show are like yep. really strong and great and it, and it is relatable and like and they are also strangely progressive at times where like. They're they're the first show to like openly have a storyline about condoms. Oh really? I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> and, Nate, uh, I'm sorry. I was saving it for when we talked about the episode, but um, I wrote one of my notes was uh, they they keep changing the opening credits, and in these opening credits, they included the scene where Ross is stuck in the closet and condoms rain down on him. <laughs> wow. JP, nobody gets the joke you're making. <laughs> listeners to this, packets. listeners to our show will know that those are condoms falling on him, not sweet and low packets. They His grandmother had condoms. a lot of condoms. Um, but JP, what was the episode today? Oh, Nate. Today's episode. Kate, did you catch the name? Uh, oh, oh, one with the all name? the one with all the poker. One with all the poker. Now, Nate, I know you have banned me from using this the 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 the, the phrase, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. In terms of character development, in terms yeah. of them becoming these characters, I think this is. Rachel, this is fully formed Rachel. Uh, oh, sure. This is this is fully formed Chandler. This is fully formed Phoebe. This is fully formed Monica. I think uh, Joey and Ross not the strongest in this episode, but we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, now, Kate, had you seen this episode before? Um, I think so. Yeah, I, that's how I. I mean, but not that it like well, stuck out. There. Can't S- confirm, but I think so. Speaking of Friends DVDs. I've I've told JP this before, and I don't think he believes me that it existed. There was a DVD that they released called The Best of Friends that had, like, the five most popular episodes on it. It was um, the trivia episode, I'm sure the Thanksgiving, one of the Thanksgiving episodes, and then this episode was also on there. Re- I, I mean, no, I get it. This was, That's a, good this one. was a quality episode. It was... Uh, very enclosed in a way. Sometimes they have three, sure. even four storylines going on all over the place. One's heartfelt, one's silly, and one's uh, the the main storyline. Here, we just basically had one storyline. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the the job thing. Yeah. So let's start with that. So Rachel is now. You know she's a woman of means because as I'm looking at the prospect of of, of potentially mailing some resumes to people. That shit adds up, yo. She are must you have mailing like two hundred? Um, some of the people that I work with in my work are counties in rural areas. You and gotta get a fax machine, JP. I, I mean, literally, wow. I may have to. Yeah, yeah. But, but just the idea of it. I mean, and so she's she especially. Is, 
at this time. Like making copies would probably be pretty expensive, like in I'm, New York City. I'm sorry. If you were going to say making copies oh, about it in reference to an NBC show do from the, the 90s, friggin voice, JP. Come on, making copies. Nate Stir, Nate Reno. I saw. Uh, oh crap! We're uh, Rob. What's his What's his name? Rob Zombie. Rob Schneider. Sure, either one. <laughs> I saw him at Erwan in Calabasas once, and he had completely gray hair, which was very strange. Whoa! That's, yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, I guess he really does age. Hmm. Wow. Well, anyway, this has been Rob Schneider talk. Um, okay. So, so, so Rachel is having everybody helping out and they're singing. Is that the Hogan's Heroes song that they're whistling? I thought it was the, uh, the Seven Dwarfs song. No, that's Hi Ho. But don't they have a few songs they sing, JP? I don't know. I, well, they're singing a song that implies. The trivia says it's from Bridge Over the River Kwai, but I assume that's what it is. That's what it is. That's why I put, that's why I thought, uh, Hogan's Heroes. But yes, that makes sense. But anyway, they're all whistling. It's cute. This is, I think, the second time they've all been singing in unison um, in, in, in the cold open. And then uh, there's a typo. And Rachel uh, apparently has good compooper skills. Ah. Hilarious. Um, and, and then, did you guys notice who dunked on Rachel for being dumb? Joey. It didn't make a lot of sense. You know you did something dumb when Joey dunks on you for being dumb. Well, yeah. Maybe that's the joke. I, yeah. Maybe it, that's it was, the joke, JP. It's also well, season one, so like the, the Homer Simpsonification of Joey hasn't <laughs> hit like a Wow. All right. I I said that right before Kate, and Homer so I'm that's where I'm not when I use that in the future, I'm not stealing it. It was my joke. Wait, you said that? No, no, I love he's, it, and I'm gonna steal it now. He's okay. doing lawyer tricks on you. Oh god, I'm gonna send you a season to says. Careful, JP. Hey, I need the work. I'll draft that up and send it to myself by <laughs> mail. Do. Please do. So then we, <laughs> JP, we cut to the coffee house and the boys are sitting at a different couch. I made a note because there, First were only time. Two, there were only two good places to sit in that goddamn coffee shop and the boys are in the window seat and the women are in the center seat and every other person who comes in there is stuck in some corner next to BTK. At like a two person table. Yeah. They're jerks. They are not good people. Uh, Kate, when it comes to the coffee shop. Whenever I rewatch these episodes, I, I, I'm bored with the story now, so I'm constantly looking for uh, the body doubles when they shoot coverage. I'm looking for boom mics, and I'm looking for weird extras in the background. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're looking for, like, Ted Kaczynski back there. Or some Amazing. We thought maybe Epstein might have wandered in at one point, but we haven't seen anyone famous yet. I would have loved to be to have been an extra. Yeah. And friends. And and this is back when that was actually like not a bad job. Not a bad gig. Yeah. Honestly, name drop moment. Uh-oh. Here we go. The, the Thundercats offices, the whole um, Warner animation like building where most of the shows run out of is right by the Friends Fountain at the <gasps> Warner Brothers uh, Ranch. They Kate. moved the fountain off of the main lot and put and and just plopped it in the middle of a big field of grass. So I used to go there and take selfies all the time every time I had a meeting. Wow. That is amazing. I you've, didn't know that. And in fact, you've uh, been I, to the friend's fountain. I've yeah. sat on it like I've taken tons of selfies. Oh with my it. God. See, so I only learned from the show The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that it's not actually a fountain in New York, which I should have guessed that. It doesn't I'm even like, look like it's in no, New York. No, the whole show is shot in Burbank. I'm weeping right now. Or was yeah. shot in Burbank. I, I, just, I didn't know that. And then they had a really funny joke about it on, on Kimmy Schmidt, where apparently people really do <laughs> think that that fountain is some fountain in New York City. <laughs> or wait, was it shot on, on the Paramount lot? Or was it shot in the Warner Brothers lot? I have no idea. Um, Either way, the fountain made its way over to the Warner Warner Brothers Ranch. They deconstructed it and moved it like an artifact. I think can, so. Yeah. Can you find a selfie of yourself at the fountain We'd and, and, and send it to us? We would post it with the episode. Yeah, sure. And I also, if it. you could sneak me and JP into there so that we could dance in the fountain, that would be great. Oh, You're gonna have to I'm do bringing your own an umbrella. Photoshopping. 
You're gonna have to do your own photoshopping. <laughs> have to. There, are, there are limits to this friendship. Nina. I have to drink from the fountain. I have boundaries. I okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, when was I there? 2018. How long have I been unemployed from animation? <laughs> Man, that um, brings me to my next note. Um, in regards to this episode, and let me let me find exactly what I said. Here we are. Job searching is so demoralizing. Yeah. I, yes. And they did a good job with it here. I, Rachel, they they played this very well of the cycle of job searching, the the first thrust, and then you get a hit, and you're really excited, and you yeah. just know this is the one. Moving into uh, the big city, and you get let down when you find the big job you want. It was a, it was a good, good, nice story for her to have. It was. I, I Honestly, I don't... I don't know that we need to touch on it too much because I think that that was a kind of perfect beginning, middle, and end story sure. for her. Um, I always now, like a, I always like a pampered girl gets cut off from her family storyline. That's, that's the whole shebang with friends. I love it. I love it. No, I, I'm Kate. I'm with you. And also, they end up usually being stories where the person learns a lot and actually grows. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's kind of happened to me. My when I graduated college, I mean, it's not like I come from a lot of money, but I grew up like pretty privileged. And uh, my parents were like, after I graduated college, you know, I was I took out loans to go to college, but my parents always paid my rent while I was there. Right. And uh, as soon as I graduated, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're not giving you like any money." For rent or anything like you graduated college. I I had the exact same situation. And, you know, while I would never discount everything I had up until that point, then you're kind of like, all right, you're out in the world. Make your own way. Um, It's like it's scary. (laughs) It is. And it's there's no guidebook to like, here's how to make sure you're paying your bills on time. Teach that. Here's how to make sure you keep the electricity on. I know, especially. And I'm so fucking stupid. Like. I'm oh, same. a dumbass. I had to same. figure all that shit out. My parents were not like into like holding my hand through adulthood, which, you know, I guess I am grateful for maybe. Yeah. I, I, I am grateful for it. Um, I was also at between like 22 and 25, incredibly jealous of some of my friends who were oh, still taken care of. I and, got yeah. so bitter. I got, yeah. it really made me kind of a, an asshole. Cause I, cause like, <laughs> You know, like I'd have friends who like their parents would still pay their rent and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, like I want like you don't even know how like lucky you have it. Like I'm over here like eating ramen every day, eating ramen and praying that the 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 money coming out of the count, uh, the account doesn't come out before the new money coming in. comes. I know you never know. It's like skirting that line. Teetering on the edge like that. It's horrible. (laughs) God, I fucking hated those years. And like, listen, like I could have always moved back in with my parents. Like I'm lucky in that sense, but they were not like into giving me anything. Yep. I, and I, uh, if if you did move back in, like my parents probably, you'd be paying rent to them. That that'd be very important for them to uh, set that rule. If it was my parents, I know that. I think my parents probably would have let me stay for free. I'll sure. give them that. I, I'll my, give them that. I my parents would have too, but also I was too fucking stubborn. I I, I had to prove I could make. Yeah, it. I had that same thing. I had that same complex, and also like I like couldn't do it. <laughs> like I moved back in with my mom for a month after sure. college, and I was like, I'm getting an apartment. Yeah, I'm getting a job. <laughs> That's and then what I, I did too. And then I had this like phase a few years later where I dumped a boyfriend. Got rid of a, I got out of a roommate situation that wasn't working, and I like had to move back in with my mom for a month again. And after a month, I was like, "I'm out." Yeah, when I, I dropped yep. out of college, I worked for my dad until he fired me, <laughs> and then I went to California. He fired your ass. To be fair, I think I deserved it. I kept on showing up late. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, your daddy fired you. He did. He did fire me from uh, the warehouse job I was working. I was hey, climbing Nate. into stuff, cleaning rust off of stuff. What? Nate, I, I love you and I would never fire you, man. Oh, thank you, JP. Don't don't I'm, say never, dude. We're doing a podcast together. You might have to make a tough call at to, some point. Yeah. I don't think I have the authority to fire you anyway. What if I haven't looked at our articles of incorporation yet. That is true. I, I did trick you into signing a lot of things. <laughs> uh, JP, question. All right, hit me. So Ross is pining over Rachel. Yes. Chandler asks him about why he doesn't like some other girl. Okay. There, and I have two notes on this conversation. He says, he says, is this about her whole, the Flintstones could have really happened thing? 
I love that so much. No, I'm I have sorry. a question. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. Does he mean she thinks the Flintstones could have been super popular or that the events could have really taken place in prehistoric time? I interpret it that as she means that the things that happened on the Flintstones could have happened in real life. We okay. don't know. Like birds coming out of remotes to turn on the TV could have really. Yeah, it's a living. Right. Okay. I just wanted to check. Kate, what did you think? I totally missed that part. <laughs> it's it's apparently what Ross didn't. One of the things Ross doesn't like about the woman he was seeing. Uh, if I, was if that, I said to you, Kate, you know, I think the Flintstones could have really happened. What does that mean to you? I think it means that you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. Now, now Nate, the second part of this, there was a joke here, and I wanted to see if either of you, if this reference landed with you, where uh, Chandler said, Uh, oh, like the sarcastic uh, sister from What's Happening, and I I fucking lost it. It is a good reference. I... I thought it was funny because I knew like he was referencing like an old TV show and the way he said it was funny, but I did not understand the reference. And I never have, frankly. I don't get it. Kate? Yeah. <laughs> Too young. Yeah. They also did a What's Happening reference on the show Scrubs, where they actually got the guy who played Rerun onto Scrubs. Uh, but again, not a joke that resonates with people, <laughs> except for old men like me. Talk about Scrubs on our friends podcast one more time, see what happens. All right. So Scrubs is about this guy named John Dory, but he stop. goes by J. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, Scrubs uh, comes from Friends, right? Is that true? That yeah. Is true. Like, is it? Is there a direct line? Yes. Bill Lawrence was yes. a long time friend. Yes. Oh my god! And this okay that ties you know it the, into the Cougarverse, which the I love. The Scrubs. Cougar yes, shows. that's how that's how Bill Lawrence knows um, Courtney Cox. So well. sure. Um, right. And then Bill Lawrence is married to. Uh, Dr. Cox's wife from uh, Scrubs. And you may notice that Dr. Cox is named after Courtney Cox. Ah. Oh, now here's a fun factoid, and this will be the second time that this comes up in two consecutive episodes. Um, JD and Turk canonically went to a little place called the College of William and Mary in Colonial Williamsburg. So mad at you right now. Is that where you're from? It's where I went to college, baby. Oh, okay. It's, it's because Bill Lawrence, Bill Lawrence went there. Gave Bill Lawrence went there. and butter at the College of Williamsburg. We, on Friday nights, we would all stay out past curfew, and then we would hit the hoop with the stick down the streets. Nice. You had to be an extremely complicated uh, character from another time to go to college. <laughs> I can't believe you guys, I'm looking through my old photos now to try to find these fucking pictures for you. And you like, you have plenty of time. This won't go up for a couple of days. I can't though. believe you're doing this to me. I have Kate. to look back <laughs> no. into a much better time. 2018, I had a promising writing oh, career. So I was oh. getting ready. Or I just got looking married. photos. Oh God! You know what, Kate? We'll just we'll Photoshop something. Don't worry about it. Could you go see your friends back then? Could you possibly go to the locations folder and search Friends Fountain? I feel like locations never works for me. Mm. Maybe I'll try that if I can't. If it's but yes, you have a lot of time to get us that picture. I know. I'm just I'm just casually scrolling as we're talking. I can do do two things at once. All right. Well, as you're scrolling, let me let me let me move us forward a little bit. Um. So Nate, I, this is where I have the note. Jerks took the second best seats as well. <laughs> so I'm glad yeah, you they got that all up. the seats. They got they all, took the, all seats the seats. In the place. Um, and then my next note is Phoebe is Twitter is Twitter cancel culture, and here's why. Oh, um, because uh, no, because uh, she first <laughs> is like, well, why? Why won't you let women play poker? Is it because you're against women? And they're and and the men are like, no, 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 that's not it. And Phoebe's like, well, well, then then what is it? Because it's got to be something. Um, she is hot to cancel them. And I, you know what? Phoebe's in the right. There, there's some misogyny in this episode. Yeah, that definitely. I did not enjoy. Definitely. I thought that they made they, they you know her deliver. She's so charming, Lisa mm-hmm. Kudrow. You're talking like, to the you're, you're talking to the right people here. And like she can say a line that's like. Not even that funny. Like the line that she says is something just like, well, then what is it? Some kind of sexist, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> just gets really flustered and can't even finish. And she makes so it like, like a, the wrong actor could make that like so like, yeah. annoying, but she makes it like, like, you know, so funny. We talk about that with Ross too, that like a lesser actor may have really messed that role up, but there's something about him that is so 
uh, likable when he's like freaking out and getting like really upset. It's it's strange. Nate, it's the I, I keep thinking it's it's the Michael J. Fox being recast as Marty McFly. And if sure. you've ever seen the Eric Stoltz footage, it's the same lines, but it's just a completely different, right. flat, serious character. And I yeah. think I think you're right. I think Schwimmer just absolutely made this role. I mean, that's the thing with this show is like they hit lightning in a bottle with the cast. Yes, they really did. They really. And I'm the no first person parts. to say that. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has something that they do well, and they're 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 hitting it on all cylinders. 100%. And 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 what we just learned is Kate, her thing that she does well is be the first person to say that this cast they really captured lightning in a bottle. Yep, first person. It's the first time anyone said it. You heard it here first. No one's ever said it. No one has ever this said it. Friendsman. This is a reminder. This episode of Friendsman is brought to you by Deep Fall. Deep Fall. It's later than regular fall. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so JP, Joey, and Ross are in fact canceled for laughing at Joey for crying. Crying is I can, okay. Yep, yep. They're they're off my list for they're they are no longer contenders as of that moment for best friend of the episode. So Very sensitive, and that's fine. Um, now, yes, I agree with that. Um, although here this gets into kind of something I learned about myself in this episode. I did remember parts of this ep- like this storyline when I was a shitty little fifteen year old and very much saw the world as men be doing and women be doing. Um, I I thought that the women in this episode, when I was a kid, I was like, they're dumb. They don't get poker. And the next note I have is the ladies version of poker is so nice. (laughs) It's so nice. It's, oh, no, don't worry. I'm going for fours. You can have my Jack. Here you go. Like, or Phoebe with the constant jokes about like, she, she, she turned in the pair of Jacks because they looked unhappy. (laughs) Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to live in that world. That's that's a much better narrative Joker than people being shitting to each with other. A J. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's gonna happen when the patriarchy ends. Is mm-hmm. just everybody sharing their jokers. Yeah, let's not be so fucking competitive. Let's all be in this together. Yeah, it's so much nicer. They make fancy food. That's nice. I, I don't want to food just with have one syllable. Only one syllable. One syllable. I, I thought that pretz. was a funny joke. I yeah. thought that was really good. Pretz. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, you're right, JP. All the boys are canceled in this episode because yeah, they were they were really mean. they were shitty. They were shitty to the other people. We also find out that Monica's super competitive in this episode. Is this the first occurrence of that? Because it's I a recurring so. trope on the show. Yes, and I really did like the the unbearable likeness of Bean joke at the yeah, end. Yeah, that was they funny. Get, they get Rachel's trying right away. It's so funny. it was really really good. Um, Joey gets Joey. No, no. One of my favorite deliveries in the episode was Phoebe with the, well, you're lying. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not lying. It's bluffing. Well, bluffing is lying. Right. <laughs> like, that was, that was again, funny. she just comes from such an innocent and wonderful place on everything. And it is, it's Lisa, it, Kate, as you were saying, like Lisa Kudrow just like delivers these lines in such a unique way. And yes. just, you love her every time. JP, I mean, if we're she's talking. an icon. If we're talking about funny, we got to talk about Chandler, too, because he is a joke machine in this episode. Um, The next thing I have written down is, all right, oh, we need to settle. Oh, settle? What do we need to settle? Yeah, settle the Jamestown Colony. <laughs> the same, just settle the Jamestown Colony of Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, Jamestown Colony of Virginia. Stay in Colonial Williamsburg at the Williamsburg Inn, and it's just a short 20-minute drive to the Colony of Jamestown in Virginia. And I get my yayas from Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, solid. Maybe the first Ikea joke in, in pop culture. Maybe. That, that is possible. It's actually very possible. Because yeah. it was like, how long has Ikea been around? It seems like right around now is when they started like showing up in America. Not now, but like in this, in, in this time in the episode. Like, I, I, the I, th- this is certainly around the time when I first saw an Ikea uh, in, in like the mid-90s. Hey, we also talked in a, late, in a previous episode about Joey and Ross may have Coin the term friend zone. You think? Well, we I can't think of anything earlier than this. Like I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to concede that they might not have, but oh, which I don't know. which this in which early. in turn led to the theory that Ross is the er incel. Yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. He's the original incel. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. He's kind of an incel, yeah. He has a lot because because the the the, the, the calling it the friend zone is Joey saying it to Ross about Rachel, who you better get in there before you before you get stuck in the friend zone. It's like yeah. exactly the problematic way we use the term friend zone, and it seems like it was crystallized on the show Friends for me. Yeah, that makes sense. The OG incel. OG incel Ross Geller. Um. Ross's All right, badass no, poker speech. No, I have a I have a note here, and and unfortunately, I don't have the context for it. But what I wrote down is Ross is a fucking idiot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't recall which thing he did, but um, his, his the the costume that they put him in at the end of this episode is psychotic. Are you talking about his circus tent shirt that he's wearing? No, that one was actually fine with me, Jake. No, I'm talking about no, the, no. He's wearing a the ninety sh- had the nineties has a lot of things to answer for, and all of the male clothing choices are top of the list. I liked the shirt you were talking. about. I would wear that shirt, the chunky circus shirt. Um, oh my god! It didn't say last, circus shirt. I said circus tent. In the last scene, he's wearing like a thick uh, Henley waffle tee with a dress shirt over it, and then the dress shirt is the sleeves are rolled up. All the way up past the waffle tea sleeve. I I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Just putting that on. I liked it. I liked it. I did like his clothes before that one, but the last one really rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. I liked it. There are some male. Now, Kate, let me ask you, what is your stance on chunky, thick uh, turtleneck sweaters on men? Deep fall. Oh, I'm all all a fucking about it. Joey loves his turtleneck. I, I think the turtlenecks are overused. The one that I especially hate is the mock turtleneck, and I wish we'd never invented the mock turtleneck. Oh, I love a mock turtleneck. <laughs> on men? Sorry to be a troll, but... No, I no, no. Do love you love it. mock turtlenecks on men? I love anything fall. Joey's okay. my friend. Right. Joey's been wearing chunky turtlenecks with, like, shiny leather jackets over them. I love that look. It's great. <laughs> I do. I genuinely it do. It really rubs JP the wrong way, and I respect that, but I have to I have to say I like it, and I think I could pull it off, honestly. I think you should. You should yeah, try you it. You could pull that off, absolutely, yeah. It still is 100 degrees here, so I might wait a month or two, but Just yeah. turn the AC on in your house. <laughs> JP, you know I live in my garage. I do. You, we make jokes in our household about how Nikki just puts you out in the garage. And I have a, a long cable running to the internet right now. I do too, although mine's only running like from one room over. So mine runs through every room of my house. <laughs> All right. So we are and we are now at Ross's apartment. And the reason this is important is because DJ Marcel, motherfucker. Oh yeah, I love this. Yeah, that's very funny. I look, I like to pretend I'm an educated enlightened dude who cares about esoteric things and academia, but God damn it, a monkey putting a CD into a CD player. And then the song being, uh, the lion sleeps tonight. That's a banger of a joke. dude. Yeah. And especially when he has to turn it off and then the monkey slams the door. The door was really good. Also the way that Marcel danced to that song was really good. We should talk about the laziest joke in the episode when Chandler Mm. says, Where'd you get this pizza from? The I Love Rachel Pizzeria? It was really bad. I, I actually cringed at that one. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't great. I turned it, it off. I didn't watch the rest of the episode. Oh, cool. Anything I say now absolutely happened. Now, one of the one of the things going on, so Rachel sent out all the letters, and she gets a, 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 a an interview with Saks Fifth Avenue. Now, I feel job, like JP. I feel like there's I feel like there's something in in culture that I don't get about Saks Fifth Avenue. I know it as a department store, and you know I don't. There's there's when you're differentiating between the department stores that I shop at, like Saks and Nordstrom, maybe are are well, higher tier than like Macy's. Hey, but maybe you can help us out with this because JP, I, I believe it's also like a brand, like a fashion brand. Is it just a store? Saks is like. Uh... Isn't that the one that has like the fancy window display yeah. on Fifth Avenue? Oh, from the movie Mannequin. I don't know. I haven't seen that. Oh no, it's not like Saks Fifth Avenue. There, I can promise you. It's it's. I think it's Wanamakers or something in that. But anyway, I think it's just like it's just like an expensive New York department yeah, store right. where you go if you have a lot of money, like 
Okay. Yeah. And JP, I agree that I think one, at one point, probably that and Nordstrom's would have been on the same level, but I think. No. I, I know Nordstrom's no, 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 is, no. is high class, but I think Saks is a little bit higher class. Than I, 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 I really wouldn't know. I know that right. Nordstrom's is considered like Kate, high you were end. No. But... Saks is above Nordstrom's. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. See, that's good to know. Definitely. So that, that, that joke, that, that, that storyline, not even joke, that storyline like didn't really. I didn't get it. Like I got it conceptually, but I just didn't really. Well, what I'm saying JP is I think they're, they're probably Rachel wants to work in fashion. And Mm -hmm. I think that, that like getting a, I'm sure she's getting a job in like the administration end of sex. No, she was going to be a shopper. And I thought that joke was really funny. Isn't she going to be like a buyer? Like, like somebody who decides what the store buys and sells. Yes. By which she said it's for a buyer position. And then she turns to Phoebe and Monica and says, I'll be shopping. Right. 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 Like I, 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 I got enough of it and I know the character well enough to know what the context was. I just didn't, I didn't get how important sex was. Although I think you both uh, really, really educated me here. It's, it's a big name in fashion, JP. It's pretty famous. You need to educate yourself. This is a very Look. women, women be shopping episode. Oh yeah. Well, like you <sighs> said, this whole episode kind of breaks down to, Women be this way and men be... It's like kind of one big observational uh, joke about the way the sexes are different. And, yeah. and, and, and even if, if the, the women getting good at poker storyline was meant to be empowering, it's absolutely diminished by Ross handing the game over, which is a sweet gesture, but right. also is like... I, I, don't, I didn't mind that. I liked that. Oh, no. I thought it was really sweet. It's nice but for also, their love story. I, I think it stole away from the I what I really wanted to have happen was to have the the women clean the guys' clocks. Yeah, and right, right. for clean the phone call to have been a bluff that she didn't actually not get the job. Oh, I wanted it to be go, the JP. aunt. I wanted it to be Aunt Iris calling and giving them a bluff right. so that they could win. That's what I wanted. So, and I wasn't so, I didn't remember. Uh, Rachel, that would have been good. Yeah, that's a good, that's pitch. a good rewrite, JP. That's a good pitch. Aunt Iris was so fucking great. Yeah, I just, that was that woman was on the screen for five seconds and I loved her immediately. Oh yeah, she was funny. Well, it was also great because they like, they, you needed a character of a woman that actually knew how to play poker. Right. Otherwise it's just like, what? Right. <laughs> like, there are women who play poker. Yeah, absolutely. My, uh... I, there, are, there, there are many women who are professional poker players playing with the boys and, and doing just as well. My mother-in-law, who lives in Vegas, plays poker a lot, and she's very good at it. And I've played with her a couple of times, and she's cleaned me up. <laughs> <laughs> good for her. Yeah, you deserved it, Nate. I did. I did. I, I I went up against you know a boss, and I came up short. Kate, can we talk about Ross's apartment? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because there's a lot of things in his apartment. Okay. I, I told I tell, told you I'm always looking in the background now, and and the way his apartment is decorated was interesting. He has a large uh, speed racer poster that okay. is framed very nicely. Um, he has a magic lamp and dinosaur models on his shelves. Classic. Classic. He has a large martial arts weapon hanging next to his door that I looked up and is called a Quan Do. Okay. So cool. <laughs> so again, I'm sorry. So are we discussing how he's an incel? No, 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 JP. Nobody said anything about that. He just has a large medieval weapon hanging on his wall. Did you see the fedora hanging yeah, on he's a, a, sword a hook? Guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Ross is in his apartment and Rachel shows up and he says, Milady. You're right. Love that. <laughs> Are you joking, or did that really happen? It no. did not happen. Oh, I would have believed just, it. I, we're, we are now going to build the mythos that Ross is, in fact, the the, the proto-incel. Yeah. Yeah, he totally is. Mm-hmm. He's, 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 a, he's a frustrated man who eventually gets so mad that the, he gets court-ordered onto medication to even him out. They can't do that, for the record. They not did it in one. Friends, JP. Are you saying right. they can't do it in Friends? Saying, friends. I, I, not, that's not how that works. <laughs> they told him he has to take medicine. <laughs> they oh did. God. They enforced. They 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 were willing to violate his body bodily integrity, uh, which is illegal under the Constitution, uh, in order to get him to not be angry. Ugh, that's hilarious. I mean, it is the flavor saver or the moist maker rather. And I his do think that's his very sandwich. Funny. So he was he was justified in yelling at. 
Nate, have you ever tried to do the moist maker? Oh, of course I have, JP. My, my How does it work out? Uh, Kate, a- sorry. If you're not familiar, the moist maker, uh, Monica takes Thanksgiving leftovers and she's going to make a sandwich. But in the middle of the sandwich is a piece of bread that's been dipped in gravy. Wow. Uh, it's great. Sounds pretty dope. It's that great. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm big on um, I'm big on Thanksgiving sandwiches, JP. So you know I've tried the moist maker. Kate, deep fall question for you. What's your favorite dish, side or entree, on Thanksgiving? Oh God. Mashed potatoes with gravy for sure. <laughs> classic, classic answer. Um, I, I think that is only beat for me by stuffing with gravy. I love stuffing too. You gotta do both. You gotta just, and you gotta get gravy on everything. And you know what? Like I like turkey, but it's really more about the sides. It's entirely about the sides. Now, what my mom always made us, and I can't wait to have kids and 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 do this for them, is what she always called it: ducks in a pond. So you you put the mashed potatoes down, and then you use this spoon to make like like it's a volcano. Like you make a little pool. Uh huh. Fill that with peas, and then you pour gravy up all in it. Oh, that sounds great. Is that legal? Ducks. Ducks in a pond. Legal. It's illegal to do anything besides Yeah, ducks. it's actually illegal. To not. Oh, wow. Yep. Ducks in a pond. I'm a fugitive from justice, I guess. <laughs> um. So, JP, we're, you know, they, they keep losing a poker and we get to the final game and, and they seem to be holding their own. And then Rachel doesn't get her job. We talked about it. It was sad, and but then Ross throws the game. One one joke I did really like was when Ross tells Joey he's a little shy. I Joey, wrote that one down, Ross, too. it's okay. You can ask me, man. It was really good. And the other thing I wanted to mention here they was... held on we, it for a long time, too. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> um, we, we have uh, someone in my household who suffers from the same ailment that Rachel does, which I like oh. to call poor, poor winner syndrome. Careful, JP. I'd... Really, if you're winning, you you don't do the in your face shit. That's, Unlike that's my bad wife, sportsmanship. I think your wife listens to our podcast. Oh, she she's sitting in the other room. She she's knows what I'm saying. Hear this. <laughs> um, no, and then in the end, I, so we wrap it up, and then in the end, I had a note here. I didn't get why they mentioned Pictionary and they all ducked earlier in the episode, <laughs> and now we see the 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 rollout of that joke. Which actually, that's a smart delivery of a joke to leave a question hanging and then resolve it way later. Uh, it's almost a yeah, reverse. Oh, I didn't get that until you explained it to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, cause I was wondering why the Pictionary, jo- what the Pictionary joke was. And it's a really clever long form joke. So really smart. Funny stuff. Also relatable. Everybody gets frustrated at Pictionary. Okay. So, so with that said, Kate, we always ask on this show, who was your best friend of the episode? Oh, hmm. Aunt Iris. Is that her name? Yeah. That is a is. good pick. It is her name. She's Aunt Iris is a great pick. Um, Nate? Uh, best friend of the episode. Marcel. Son of a bitch. I hate you. You can say it too, JP. Well, no, I'm picking something different. I also forgot to add, uh, Joey is canceled for his... I'm folding like a hooker getting beat up by a man with sores on his face, which yeah. is Ugh. monstrous. I don't know why they ever thought that was okay to put in there. So yeah. Joey is canceled. I mean, that's classic. Like, that's a 90s ass joke right there. Yeah. It was fucking disgusting. I literally, like, my jaw dropped. Like, that's not okay. But my best friend of the episode... I gotta go with DJ Marcel. Hey, Marcel, with the when he slammed the door, and you know they trained Katie to do that. Um, fucking classic. I mean, honestly, iconic. And I was gonna say Marcel myself, but I let you guys have it. If you had, if you had said Marcel, I would have gone with Aunt Iris. So I think we're 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 simpatico on this case. Yeah, we're all on the same like vibe with the not choosing any of the main cast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was shitty this episode. Kate, apparently you can still see that monkey at Angel Stadium. Like taxidermied? No. No, Katie's still alive. She's alive. How long do monkeys live? I have no as far idea. as we can tell, forever. I've never asked one. That monkey's like my age. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to look up how long they live. But yes, Katie's still alive. And hopefully we'll have a, uh, we'll be able to get Katie on the show at some point to talk about her experiences with Ross and how he wanted her to die. JP. Wow. That's what he said in he an interview. He is quoted as saying. I, rem- I remember the controversy <laughs> around that. I do. 
Kate, it has really been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank we you, really Kate. appreciate you taking the time. Is there anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, yeah, everybody just listen to my all my podcasts. Um, Hot and Rich is the podcast where I do celebrity news and some some lols and whatever. A lot of lols. That's uh, it's now going to be Tuesdays and Fridays. Oh, at twitch.tv slash hot and rich and as a podcast wherever you get podcasts and it's also a youtube show we're thinking about starting a twitch you should twitch is great um i also have um fall talk again coming up we got a brand new episode of fall talk the only late night talk show about fall that's fantastic date is that gonna be that's gonna be thursday september 24th at 6 p.m pacific on twitch.tv slash Joan Haley Ford. Can I tell you what my favorite fall outfit is? What? My um, Adidas tracksuit, the three stripe tracksuit. Oh, yeah. Great for fall. That, I agree. That's very fall. And I have a nice, I have a nice flannel from Uniqlo that is orange mm-hmm. and like a maroonish red in its, its check pattern. Oh, wow. Um, That's nice. It's, it's as deep fall as I could possibly You're going to have to post some pics of that with yeah. the hashtag I, deep fall. I, I absolutely will. We are we are in the middle of deep fall and um, deep fall fashion. I call that. I like. Oh, okay. I'll be hashtagging that later today, Kate. Please do and tag me. And two more podcasts to plug. This yeah. podcast is self care. Is doing new episodes again. Oh, and- oh it's so good. Oh, it's so you. wholesome. I love that. I love that. Podcast. Thank you. And then and Jack AM, of course. And Jack AM. And Jack AM, who has had several handsome hosts from this podcast, by which I mean only one. Yes, and you were a great guest. Great guest. I love watching you guys in the morning. It's always so fun. Kate, I will say, now that uh, now that I am no longer working with the firm I was with, I am now free to discuss at length what actually oh. happened in terms of uh, me getting called in front of a federal judge for my Jack AM appearance. Oh, we we got to have you on like ASAP. We're taking. <laughs> I, I would off, love to. It's it's that. it's such an insane story. <laughs> I am dying to know. I, I, I can't believe <laughs> this, that a judge had to like watch Jack AM. He watched Jack AM, which is like and, so. And the, so the Sacklers and the Sacklers tried to get my fucking law license there for an ethical violation, which didn't. It was nowhere close to that. But somebody else pointed out. How the fuck do you have the balls to be an opioid manufacturer <laughs> and try to t- take somebody else out for an ethical violation? You're being unethical, JP. I mean, I, clearly yeah. they don't care actually about ethics. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little, except to weaponize it. Kate, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And if you, you you do owe us a fountain picture, but don't worry. Oh, it's I okay. have it. I have it. Oh, yes. yes. Guess when I took this? Almost exactly two years ago today. Wow. Oh, wow. That's amazing. 18th, 2018. And listen, I'll send it to you on the Twitter GM right now. Nice. Thank you. There's a picture of the fountain and there's a picture of just my foot touching the fountain. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know why I'm surprised by the color of that shoe. You've been ordained by the fountain. (laughs) This is all I could get you guys. Nope. This is perfect. Believe me, everyone is going to know whose foot that is. Wow. <laughs> Yellow Kate, shoe, of course. Kate, this has been so much fun. Thank you. Um, folks, thank you for listening to Friendsman. JP, the, there's a house behind that fountain. The best show about the Friends show and also about two best friends talking about the Friends show. I could make and it being a best real friends. house, JP. So this is, uh, this is your best friend, JP, saying thank you, guys. Nate's going to talk to me more about this house at the fountain. Kate's going to go out and enjoy Deep Fall. And we love you all. Nate, I love you, buddy. Thank you, Kate. I love you, JP. Bye, guys. Thank you. Like birds coming out of remotes to turn on the TV could have really... Yeah, it's a living. Right.